How do you go about selling your product or your service to someone who uses it but is not the one who's paying for it? I'll tell you how in this episode. Welcome to my podcast, Your Digital Marketing Journey. I'm Pallavi Tyagi, a marketing professional. In this podcast, I give you tips on how to use digital marketing tools effectively. Welcome back to another episode of Your Digital Marketing Journey. In this season, I'm using my own case studies from my clients or businesses that I've worked with to explain how small businesses use entrepreneurial marketing strategies to grow their business. Today, I'm talking about how to market your product or service when your buyers are not the users. So a question that every business asks once in a while to generate new ideas or strategies is, who are our customers? If you don't know who your customer is, then your marketing strategy is too generic. So it is important for every business to know exactly who the customers are and how to sell to them. Answering this question can be pretty straightforward for businesses who have the same buyers and the same users. So buyers are people who pay for the product or the service and users are who actually use it. What about businesses that don't have the same buyers and users? Who should the business be marketing to? Should you be marketing to the person who's paying for it? Or should you be marketing to the person who's using it? This is a common problem faced by many startups. As an example, think about a business that offers products or service for kids. This is a classic example of where the buyer and the user is different. So the offering obviously has to be relevant for kids, but the decision to purchase lies with the parents. So the marketing strategies in this segment are usually directed towards the parents. So they will look at cost, convenience, and obviously the impact on their child. But what the business is offering needs to be exciting enough for kids as well, because kids are the ones who are going to use it. And if they don't think it's exciting enough, they'll never use it. They'll never ask their parents to buy it or they'll never refer it to the friends. So it becomes a little bit more complicated when you are in this kind of an industry because both the buyer's and the user's persona needs to be considered when you're making your marketing strategies. Let me give you an example of a client that I'm working with who is in the same space. So they offer communication classes for kids. Communication skills for children is quite a niche offering and not many children would be willing to use the services. Not a lot of children feel that they lack communication skills or they do not necessarily want to do anything about it. If they're shy, they're happy being shy. But good communication skills is obviously something that a parent wants for their child to have. They do want their children to become more social and participate in a team environment. So this company does face a challenge in the marketing strategy because it has to cater to both the parent and the child. One of the things that they found early on was that the children were excited about the class when they were given the freedom to express themselves. So when they were conducting these classes on Zoom, they made sure that only the kids were participating. There were no parents involved. This allowed the children to feel comfortable expressing themselves without an adult looking at what they were doing. But from the business perspective, they realize that if the parents don't know what is happening in the class, it does pose a difficulty in terms of explaining the benefit of what they are doing to the person who's actually paying for it. 
So they found a way to ensure that the parents are well aware of the daily activities and the progress that their kids are making in the class. So they created a WhatsApp group where they would send a class summary to the parents group with pictures, videos and everything that was happening during the class. They would also share their personal observations on how the student group was doing or if they had something specific to talk about a particular child, they would talk to the parent directly. So this involved the parents in the growth of their child and also gave them an insight into how this business was helping their child. This is very important because if the parent has had a good experience, then they are the ones who will refer the business further on. They would be able to tell another parent that this course was extremely beneficial for their child and that they should try it out. So this company understood it was important to address the needs of both the buyer and the user. And as a result, they have more engaged children as well as parents, ensuring that they get good quality students in every batch that they do. So to sum it up, when the buyers and users are not the same, you must find a way to tailor your strategy so that it speaks to both of them and it gets both of them excited and convinced about the offering. You have to maintain a balance between both parties and keep them aligned. And this is what entrepreneurial marketing is all about. Traditional marketing would be more focused on the buyer, which can lead to a poor customer experience. But as an entrepreneur, you have the flexibility to address both the customer and the buyer. Do you have any thoughts about what you would do in this kind of situation? You can let me know by leaving a comment on my social media page. And next week, I'll be back with another example of entrepreneurial marketing. Do you want to talk to a marketer who understands small business marketing? Then you can book a free 30-minute session with me. Just look for the link in the show notes or contact me through my website.